Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second annual Not Playing to Win Halloween Spooktacular! Ooh, so spooky! Because it's October, you guys. Are you so happy? Yeah! It doesn't feel like real October, but... (laughs) Well, yeah, because quarantine has kind of stopped the significance of the passing of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm so excited. But I'm excited anyway. I still like spooky stuff. (laughs) Spooky, scary skeletons. Yes. Mm-hmm. They send shivers scary. down my spine. <laughs> I love being able to play spooky games at this time of year, mm-hmm. which is I I mean, a, a little not- sad because like, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't get together with people to play them. Yeah. I realize that we don't own as many spooky games as I feel like we should. <laughs> yeah, you guys are really letting me down. I know. We have some... Yeah, I realize that I personally don't own like any spooky games. You're the real, you're the real mm-hmm. problem. I'm here. the real problem here. Yeah. I have so many here. Maybe the problem is that Kate owns all the spooky games, and so then I never think about needing to buy maybe. spooky games for mm-hmm. myself. Maybe, maybe you should just go buy yourself some more spooky games as a Halloween um, gift to yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. tell me what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, didn't we figure out that none of us own Gloom somehow? Someone should probably go buy Gloom. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Olivia owns it. <laughs> Olivia lives really far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> well, is there any other uh, generic Halloween stuff you want to discuss, or should we just dive right in? No. We play. We watched Hocus Pocus today. That was pretty fun. I was gonna save that to watch with you guys, so I think we're planning on watching it again. It's a good thing that, you know, we'll never any of us get sick of that film. Yeah. I think we'll just watch it again. I haven't really watched any like actual Halloween movies yet because I've just been binging Buffy. So it's just all Buffy. That's good. Because that's all the time. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky, 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 scary. No skeletons, though. I mean, some, I guess, but I don't think there's, like, an episode where, like, skeletons are, like, the villain. Mostly we've been we've been planning spooky stuff for your wedding. Woo! The spookiest event of all. The spookiest <laughs> event of the year is going to be trying not to get COVID at a wedding. <laughs> so if anybody wants to give us shit for not podcasting very frequently, it's because COVID is stressful, and also I've been trying to plan a wedding. Yeah. Which, doing that during COVID... Is extra stressful. Yeah, mm-hmm. things happened. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna keep we're gonna keep podcasting. <laughs> yeah, you know, eventually, like yeah. after after right Halloween now. when I get right married. now. Okay, <laughs> what? We're doing it right now. It's yeah. We are happening. doing it right now. It's true. Mm-hmm. So everybody, celebrate. Yes, <laughs> we're doing our very best. We are. We truly are. <laughs> I also transitioned to a different job. So it's COVID and I have a new job and I'm planning a wedding. So get off my back! Yeah. <laughs> People who have totally not been bothering me about this at all. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, let's talk about a game. A game, Yay, a game. I would like to discuss this little gem called Horrified. Um... It is published by Ravensburger Games. A spooky, I'm gonna make a spooky noise. company. A spooky, spooky. Oh yeah, because of the raven. Yeah. <laughs> 
Although, also an irritating company, because can we talk about how, I know for this and Villainous, which are like the main Ravensburger games that I own, when you buy them at the store, they don't come shrink-wrapped. They come with the little, like, clear stickers, yes. like, sealing the box oh. shut, and it's the fucking worst. It's the Arizona worst. just complained about that yeah, the other day. Yeah, I just bought one of the Villainous expansions, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about this, and I hate it. Yeah, because yeah. you you can't peel them the- off without ruining the box, so you have to, like, yeah. cut them open, so you just, like, have half a sticker Mm-hmm. On each side of your fucking box for all of eternity. That's annoying. Or you just it. have tape residue on the side of your yeah. box for all eternity. Maybe Which, it's... like, if you own cats, then cat hair gets in the tape residue. Yeah. And then you have cat Yuck. hair on your box forever. Yeah. Maybe awful. it's because they make so many puzzles and they haven't figured out the, like... How to do a game instead. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You can shrink wrap a puzzle. You could, but they don't. They either, like, glue the sides of the box together so you have to, like... Use oh, a yeah, knife. So they ruin the box. Yeah, yeah. to basically destroy the box, or mm-hmm. they put tape on it. <laughs> well, other than that, mm-hmm. this game is pretty great. The first thing you see when you open this game, I love because it's on it's on a corner of the boards when it's all folded up. You get to hear these words or read them. It says, we feel it would be a little unkind to present this game without just a word of friendly warning. You are about to unfold one of the strangest tales ever told. We think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. (gasps) Whoa, that's the name of the game. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to, well... We warned you! (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. So Horrified is for one to five spooky players. So Arizona, you should probably buy your own copy of this because you could play it by yourself. Yeah, that's exciting. There's a one-player variant. Um, Obviously, I have not tried it, so... (laughs) The theme is universal movie monsters. So Dracula, the mummy, Wolfman, Invisible Man, Creature from the Black Lagoon... And Frankenstein and his bride. Um, Each of them have different attacks and different techniques and different ways that you can beat them. And you can change the difficulty by changing how many monsters are out. So if you want it to be really, really easy, you could play with only one or two monsters. If you want it to be really, really hard, I imagine you could probably play with all six. I don't know. I haven't read the rules that closely. Why would I? But that's too many monsters. Every time you add a monster, it just makes it harder. And Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein are kind of together as one unit, but they do each have their own mini. So I feel like they're like 1.5 difficulty if you like include them because you do have two extra guys roving the board. And this is the game that, if I correct me if I'm wrong, it says in the thing like, we know that it's technically Frankenstein's monster, but for like the purpose of this oh, game, yeah. we're just, we're gonna, just gonna, gonna call, call him Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I like because they're like, yeah, we know. But this is what we're going to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you pick up all your monsters. And it's a co-op game. Did I mention that? It's for you and your friends to team up together and do some slaying. So on everyone's turn, you get to move around this board. It's set out like a little city, and it has a bunch of different locations. Like there's an inn, a mansion, the police station, the crypts, the graveyard, there's a laboratory, a spooky tower. So, you know, all the different locations that, like, a classic horror movie could go to. Museum. Um, So you walk around, you collect items, and you try to do each enemy-defeating technique. 
I guess. So, like, for example, if you want to beat draft Dracula, you have to smash all these coffins that are in different locations. So you have to collect the items that are needed and then visit the locations to smash the coffins. The mummy, you have to break his curse by, it's a, like a number puzzle, kind of, that you can crack by using different items to shuffle the numbers around. The creature from the Black Lagoon, you have to, like, hunt him down and there's, like, he moves differently, too, because he goes through the water and stuff. So it's neat. So you take your turn, you move around, you get the stuff, and then in between every player's turn, you flip over a monster card, and those will basically just tell you which monsters will move, which will attack, how many new items to add to the board, and then oftentimes, especially if you're playing with a lot of monsters, they will attack you and try to fuck you up. They just roll an attack dice where it's either like a blank or an attack or a special, and you can defend by discarding your items. And all your items you can get are cool, like classic, you know, like horror movie props. You can get like a stake and a torch and a shovel and a crucifix. A lot of cool stuff like that that you use to defeat them. All of the spooky, scary monsters. What if I don't want to kill them? What if I want to smooch them? (laughs) Or be their friends? (laughs) Then I think probably all the other people on your team would be upset that you keep inviting them into your space where you're getting killed. (laughs) I invite the Frankenstein and his bride. (laughs) Ooh, sexy. (laughs) Oh, and one of the greatest parts about this game is that there's seven playable characters, and four of them are ladies. Even better. Are the characters in this, like, different? Do they have different powers or something? Yep, they do. So there are, okay. so they each, each are their own thing. So, like, there's an explorer, and she gets a special action where she can basically, I mean, teleport. That's you know, okay. exploring. The archaeologist can pick up items easier. There's a professor who can tell people what to do. There's a scientist who's better at using the items. So yeah, they all have different abilities. And you can get like different perks, which are kind of other different upgrades if you do good things. Like there are villagers who are basically these NPCs that spawn randomly when you flip the monster cards. And you have to help them get to safety because they're like too stupid to not get eaten by a Dracula. Innocent bystanders always are too stupid to do anything. (laughs) So if you get them to safety, then you get, like, cool new perks. They're just, like, discardable cards, like, get two extra turns, pick up a free mm-hmm. item, stuff like that. So they're pretty good. Um, but the villagers can also get eaten, which is bad. There's, like, a track. I don't know what they call it, but it's basically, like, the you fucked up track. So, like, if a character dies, you move it up. And if a, if one of those villager NPC characters dies, too, you also move it up. And once it gets to the end, then you lose. So if you just keep dying or letting chumps die faster than you're killing the monsters then you don't do good at the game. I definitely liked playing this game. I liked tracking the monsters. We played with Frankenstein and his bride. And I think we played with the swamp creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, Mm, I think think so. I think that's what we ended up doing. And it was fun to like have to try to do the goals and to go pick up items and stuff. And even though it's a cooperative, I don't know if it's like our group or maybe the mechanics of the game, but no one was like quarterbacking it or anything, which is always like nice. I felt like we were all like playing it cooperatively and like we all like we're doing cooperative game yeah yeah because i think like the way that the the way that the monsters get like spread out across the board i think a lot of times there is like an obvious kind of like person who should do one thing because like it'll be safer for them to go to a certain place or something Mm -hmm. and the rules really aren't that complicated i mean once you add all the different monsters in and they all do their own thing it might be hard to keep track of that but like the actual movement and picking up stuff is really straightforward 
So I don't think you have that instance of like, fuck, I have no idea what I'm doing on my turn. Just just tell mm-hmm. me what to do, which is mm-hmm. like, I definitely do playing like overly complicated co-op games. It's like, I guess I'm just a body and you're taking my turn for me. Yeah. Um, thanks. That doesn't happen with this one. I feel like it's pretty easy to to grasp what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. I liked the art on this one. All the classic movie monsters. Yeah, it's things. really fun. It's like yeah. that classic like movie art. It's like kind of kind of campy. It's really campy, fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the figures. Monsters. Yeah, all the monsters are minis, which I like. Patty painted ours. They look so good. <laughs> Dracula's holding up his cape to be, you know, extra terrifying. We need a Patty in our lives to paint our minis. That, that is yeah. a little sad. I thought they came painted. No. Because I only played your version. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that they came painted. Nope. But... I'm just spoiled and Patty painted all these. <laughs> I feel like that should be like a relationship goal is to have yeah. one person who's the mini the, the game the game buyer who doesn't paint the minis and the mini painter who paints all the minis. Yeah. <laughs> but Patty's both here. <laughs> well I don't no have relationship money. is perfect, Kate. Uh, fuck. Patty's gonna divorce me as soon as we get married. <laughs> He buys the games, he paints the minis, and he reads the rules. What am uh, I even contributing What are you even contributing contributing here? Yeah. Like, what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> the game table, that is. <laughs> I mean, I'm bringing half of the game table. We did both chip in on it. Okay, so. okay. That's not so bad. But yeah, shit, I need to... I need to find ways to contribute. (laughs) Anyway, what's everybody's favorite part of this game? The art. I already said I like the art. I like the monsters. Mine's mine's the minis. I mean, I do wish that they came painted, I guess, now that I learned (laughs) this shocking revelation. But still, I like them. I think that they're still cool. Yeah, they are really cool. I mean, I like that it has them. Yes. Because, like, all the player characters are just little cardboard standees, which is fair, like... I feel like a lot of Ravenburger games are kind of targeted, you know, that you can go pick one up for 30 to 40 bucks at, like, Target, mm. and that mm. would no longer be the case if they had minis for, like, everything. Yeah. yeah. But I do kind of wish that I could have, like, a little lady scientist mini to be my character. <laughs> but, yeah. I just love all of it. It's great. It's such a good theme. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say about this <laughs> horrifying game. Were you horrified when you played it? Oh, I was so horrified. <laughs> Dracula just wouldn't leave me alone. We were playing it earlier today. He was just following me. <laughs> you wish. There's a feature where, like, one of the monsters is called, is frenzied. So, like, on the monster activation step, it'll be, like, the creature goes and also whoever is frenzied. And there are ways to, like, you know, switch who's frenzied, except that we never hit that. So it was just Dracula the whole time. Which is frenzied, and then you get a card where it's like Dracula goes, and also the frenzied monster goes. I was like, great, well, now Dracula gets to move twice and just fuck up my shit even more. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Does this play differently with two than it does, like, with more? Have you found? You know, that's an excellent question because it's been a while since I've played it with more. I mean, the board would definitely be more crowded because it doesn't have, like, two different sides for different player counts. Mm-hmm. But. The monsters always move, like, after every turn, so it's not like they'd be activating different amounts, but you'd probably have to pay more attention to, like, which one you think is going to activate, because you'd be, you know, more people in your way. Or not. I don't know. (laughs) So I'm realizing now that the monsters, you pick the same, like, no matter what. So you can just, like, share one space with, like, your friend. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I probably need to play it with four or five again, but I don't think it's, like, hugely different. 
it, I think it works pretty well for two. Mm-hmm. Good, good quarantine and spooky game as opposed to betrayal, which will sit there, sit there sadly with its three player <laughs> minimum. <sighs> spooky ghost time. Spooky ghost time. Spooky ghost time. Okay, this is the slightly less spooky of our spooky ghost games today because it's for children. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, games for children. Yes, this is haunt the house. It is. A fairly short game, about 30 minutes. It plays two to five. I said it's for kids. I think it plays, like, it's not not fun for adults. So it's not like a toddler game or something where you're just, like, matching stuff or anything. Yeah, it's like too, so easy that it's just dull. Yeah, yeah, but it's, like, marketed more towards kids, I guess. Well, yeah, cause um, it's, like, really, like, cutesy. It's a little cute. Yeah, it's really cutesy. Darling. I really, yeah. the art is very, like, cute. And the meeples are adorable. Adorable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the the publishing company is called Kids Table Board Games. Yeah. So that just kind of like yeah, makes yeah, you yeah. Think. So they definitely are gearing this towards kids. It's low on the actual spookiness, maybe. <laughs> but um, in this game, you are a ghost, and you are competing with all of your fellow players who are also ghosts to frighten ghost hunters away from your haunted houses. That's wonderful. I know. I didn't realize. I haven't played this game, so I'm just listening and learning. But I didn't realize that you were. I yeah. I keep forgetting that. That's like when we start. We played this again today to remind ourselves of the rules, and I was like, "Oh, I'm the ghost. I'm not the ghost hunter. I'm the ghost." Which I like should be obvious because the name is haunt the house, not like haunted house. Yeah, (laughs) but. I was I was like I like this twist that I'm I'm the spooky thing. Yeah. <laughs> so in this game, you are setting out a certain number of room tiles that then you put a ghost hunter onto, and the ghost hunters have certain equipment that they are holding, and they also have like a required combination of scares that you have to use to to scare them away. You have a hand of cards that has a bunch of different kinds of scares in it, which are bumps, chills, creaks, and moans. Um, yeah. <laughs> that you can use to, to defeat these ghost hunters. You, on your turn, you either get to play a card visibly above the room or hidden b- below the room, um, which is so that other people can't tell like exactly what cards are out and whether or not there's been enough cards out to defeat the the ghost hunter. So if you and if you play a card above the room, you also get to do the room has a special power that you can do too. On your turn you're either adding cards to the rooms or you are saying boo <laughs> and oh, that's an important aspect yeah you yell boo and then you get to check to see if you successfully scared the the ghost hunter away by comparing like what cards have been played and then you get the ghost hunter's card and at the end of the game you score points for like the ghost hunters have different gear that they're holding so you score based on like how many like your combination of gear that you got from the ghost hunters. And also some ghost hunters have skulls, which are just points. Um, and you can also get more points by playing phantoms, which are just sort of like special one-use action cards that can either give you 
give you like some sort of special ability and skulls or takeaway skulls. And yeah, it's very fun. Oh, and the you end the game when someone gets to five. I think actually it might depend on how many people you play with, but it's like four or five ghost hunters someone collects. It's got very cute meeples. I for, love the meeples. You yeah. guys sent some pictures. Yeah. And oh my God, I wanted to cry. They're so cute. Just so, <laughs> such little sweetie ghosts. Yeah. Each meeple is a different shape of ghost. And also they have like different little faces. Um, those and the skull tokens, which are like the point value, are glow in the dark. <sighs> That's Which important. is very cute. I never actually have, like, used them where they glow in the dark because, like, I store them in the closed box, so, like, they don't <laughs> well, have Yeah, this is kind of the, light. the thing that gets me about all glow-in-the-dark things, is, like, every single time someone says, oh, it glows in the dark, I'm like, selling point, gonna buy it. I'm yeah. Like, I'm never gonna look at this with the lights off. Yeah. I think, I guess, like, I could play one round of the game with the lights on to charge up all the glow-in-the-dark stuff, and then you could <laughs> turn out the lights and play it again. But I think it would be too dark still, honestly. <laughs> trying to think if there's anything else to say about the gameplay. Uh, my copy, I got this at Gen Con, and it came with two different expansions, um, which added some, like, more complicated rooms one of them added more some more complicated rooms, and it added the ability to add courage to your ghost hunters. So in order to, like, kind of screw over the other people um, and make it harder for them to tell, like, if the required number of cards are on the room, you have these, like, courage cards, which are anti-scares. Uh, so, like... You have one that's like an anti-moan or like an anti-bump <laughs> or whatever. Um, and if, then you play them face down and other people can't tell that they're there. So they might cancel out something that you needed. Um, and then there's another expansion, which I have not played with, but adds a graveyard to the... Spooky. Um, yeah. It adds a graveyard to the game. And I don't exactly know what you do with the graveyard oh gravestones um still spooky yeah and it just looks cute basically (laughs) yeah i don't exactly know what it does i think it gets you different sort of like rewards for like getting your getting your ghost hunter the game as a whole is very cute i like it it's very, it's perfect for the theme for this spooky. I love the cute spooks. Mm-hmm. I love It's the very cute, cute spooks. The color scheme is all like, you know, purple and orange and adorable looking. Yeah. It's just such a cute mm-hmm. game. And yeah. Oh, and there's like the phantoms all are like different cute ghosts. They're like your special action cards that you can pick up and they're all really cute. There's one that looks like, um, it looks a lot like Snorlax but purple (laughs) and I think it's adorable I love Snorlax yeah it's like a huge purple Snorlax and I love him but yeah that's the game it's pretty easy in terms of gameplay um and it plays pretty quick once you've got the hang of it and I just think it's cute yeah I think it's cute I think that it is relatively easy for gameplay oh that is cute his name is huge yeah. <laughs> um, I think it definitely, I've only played it with more players once than with two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is different when you play it with more players because like 
With two, you can kind of guess better, I think, like what the other person is adding to each room mm-hmm. versus multiple players. It's like harder to know what's getting added and like it's harder to like boo so that like you can yeah. try to get the stuff right away. Yeah. So like it's harder to figure it out versus two, you're kind of just going back and forth. Yeah. This was um, my first time playing with two and I found I was surprised that it played as well as it did at two because mm-hmm. the back and forth of it makes it feel like it would be so easy to predict what's happening. But I think the one expansion with adding the um, the courage yeah. helped a lot with that. Mm-hmm. And also with more players, you end up like going longer between your turns. So like someone might boo a room before you do. It has like more of a... <laughs> someone the, like, might boo. <laughs> the, like, the like risk to reward is like different. Like I feel like this time playing with two, me and Arizona waited until we were like pretty dang sure that something was like ready Mm-hmm. had enough like scares on it before we would boo it but with more i think you take the risk more often just gotta boo yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta, yeah you gotta boo even though you're not sure yeah because you might have to wait too long for your next turn yeah. and you just yeah. you're like you i want just some other ghost to boo your yeah. ghost <laughs> yeah that's my ghost hunter yeah it's a good game very cute i like it bring um, it with you next time i see you so i can play it yeah mm-hmm. do you guys have favorite parts kate hasn't really played it but my favorite part is how cute it is yeah. Mm-hmm. That's honestly my favorite part. I mean, I have played it, but uh-huh. I like the little meatballs and I like the art of it. I think it's, I like it for like the cutesiness of it. Yeah. It's got really good art and the meatballs are so cute. I think the art on the Phantoms cards is my favorite because each Phantom is different and they're all cute and spooky. <laughs> so that's it. Should we move on to the less cute spooks? Yes. Yes. The spookier the spooky spooks. Spooky spooks. Spooky spooks. Spooky spooks. So for spookier spooks, Mysterium. Woo! Published by, I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Libelud? Libelud. 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 Who could say? Who could say how you pronounce it? Libelud. Libelud. I don't know. publishing company. I don't know how to pronounce your name. But it's published by them. Um, it's two to seven players, 42 minutes playtime, which... <laughs> exactly 42 exactly minutes. Exactly <laughs> 42 minutes. That's, I don't own the copy of this game, so I was looking it up online, but everything I could find online told me 42 minutes. So maybe Kate can confirm that that's what it says on the box. <laughs> Where is it? I'm going to have to stand up. Hang on a second. Okay. It does indeed claim to take exactly 42 minutes. Exactly 42 <laughs> minutes. So... In Mysterium, we are playing as mediums. So one person is a ghost. Important, they are a silent ghost. <laughs> like we've ever actually played that. We accidentally cheat all we the time. Try. We try. We try really hard to have the person be a silent ghost and communicate to us only by knocking. So everyone else is a medium and the ghost is trying to basically help us solve its death. Mm-hmm. And the game is played in, I guess phases they're trying to the mediums are trying to decipher the suspect the place and the object used in the ghost's demise so there's a certain number of suspects laid out um like there's like one per player plus a few extras it's like two extra like two extras yeah so that like you know it can be off a little bit and then what the ghost does is gives everyone a couple of cards that are I want to say basically Dixit cards, if you've ever played Dixit before, but they are like random pictures on them. So like maybe like a teddy bear holding balloons at a circus. Mm -hmm. A tiny Um, kitty in the pocket of a coat. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And with those, you're supposed to pick out one of the suspects who could be like, I'm pretty sure there's like a nun lady. Um, there's like that barber dude. Yeah, and, that like, Sweeney Todd looking motherfucker. Yeah. There's definitely someone who's like a sewing person. Yeah, a sewing person. And an explorer. There's definitely an explorer. Yeah. A soldier. There's yeah. like a bunch of different old timey looking professional and people. And the ghost has their own hand of cards that they have to choose from. And they then give distribute the cards to the people. And the people look at their cards and try to decide which suspect is theirs and then they'll have to decide. They'll get new cards for like places and objects. And then they'll place their tokens on each thing and then go around. And the ghost, what usually is done is knocking, like one knock for yes, two knocks for no, um, so that they don't talk. And it's very stressful sitting there waiting to see if you get one knock or two knocks on whether or not you get the right answer. And if you get the right answer, you can proceed to the next level. Like if you get the right suspect, you can go to the place. Otherwise, you have to stay there and try to guess again, and you'll you get know, new cards. You know what would be funny is if you made the person who's the ghost, like, sit under the table and knock on the table. <laughs> like an old-time, like you know like how, like, seance? an old, yeah, like, an old-timey seances, that's how they, like, made people, like, like knocks, like is that they'd have, yeah. like, someone like hiding under, under the, the table, table or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they'd have, like, a mechanism under the table. So, like, just make your one friend sit under the table. You <laughs> couldn't see the board, then. They have the board, but they couldn't see what you where you put your markers. Oh, well, I guess you gotta like n- the cards should have names then, and yeah. you should have to be like, "Oh, spirit, tell me if I've interpreted the clues correctly. <laughs> Is it the knife man or something?" No. <laughs> so during this part, this is this game is I'm gonna say semi cooperative because mm-hmm. like. I could, because you communicate with each other and be like, well, I think that my kitten in the pocket of the large man really means the sewing card. And I think that you, because you have the dog playing with the doll, I think that you are the soldier. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that that's where we go. Like, you could, like, communicate with the other person and, like, you with the other people playing and try to, like, think out each, everyone's suspect. Like, because you can use their cards to rule out yeah, if someone like, is, like, really are. obviously one of the things. Yes. If there's, or, like, say, like, we're on the part where you're identifying the rooms and, like, there's, like, a room that has, like, a bunch of sailing shit on it and, like, they got a card that has, like, a boat on it. You're yeah. like, that dude's obviously the boat room, so we can, like, rule out the boat room for the rest of us. Exactly. So, like, in that way, it is, like, cooperative, like, because then you kind of know mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So let's say you get all of your things. And there is, like, a clock going during this time. So, like, the quicker you can figure out your suspect and then your place in the object used, it'll help you in the last round. So once everyone gets through those three sections, in the last round, you're going to figure out who the actual, like, suspect is. And the ghost chooses three last cards. And you'll either get to see one, two, or three of those cards. Mm -hmm. And that depends on how quick you were to solve the other clues. So, like, the people and who sucked the most... And how well you, like, guessed if other people were correct, too. Because there's, like, yeah. the, the voting mechanism or whatever. Yes. Yeah, you have to vote if you think people are right or wrong, which is mm-hmm. what makes it kind of no longer cooperative. Because there are a certain number of times where if you want a chance of getting an extra point, you kind of have to be like, I bet that you're <laughs> fucking wrong. And that you I... did bad. <laughs> but I never try to steer people in the wrong direction. I, like... I will say, like, I think that you're this. And they'll be like, no, I really think that I'm this. And I'm like, 
okay, well, I'm going to put oh, the negative yeah, yeah, on yeah. that because yeah. I really <laughs> think that you are wrong. Yeah. Because some people, you know, they just won't listen to you. Yeah. So, but then like at the end, if you did really poorly, you'll just see the first slipped over card and you'll be like, I think that this is the right answer. And then the people who did medium will see the second flipped over card. And they'll be like, this is the right answer. And then yeah. if you were that first person, you're probably like, oh. Well, fuck. I feel like... I can tell now that I guess poorly. I feel like the theme at the end of this game upsets me, because why did the ghost tell all of these mediums wrong information, and then at yeah, the right. end is like, oh, but the real killer was this. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand. It's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they wanted to do it that way, mm-hmm. but, like, it's confusing thematically. It kind of is, because, like, everyone has their own set of suspect place an object but then at the end you choose who the ultimate suspect was yeah and then if you identify the ultimate suspect you win mm-hmm. which is good and then i think the ghost like shares the victory also or something i'm not actually i've never been the ghost i think it's this. like an all-around win so yeah. like either everyone wins or no or one nobody wins. wins okay yeah. including the ghost okay i've never been the ghost in I've this. i've never been the ghost in this either Kate, it's been stressful yeah because, you know, like it's it like a hard. lot of those other games where you're giving clues, like, you know, like in code names or something where people are discussing, like, what you could possibly have meant, and you're just sitting mm-hmm. there going, holy Jesus Christ, how did you get that from this? I feel I like... Think that's why it gives you the screens so you can hide behind it, because no one can see the screen <laughs> as the ghost who's supposed to be invisible. I could, like, specifically think of playing this with Olivia as the ghost. I can, like, specifically, like, picture her face, like, while we're discussing things and, like, how she looks, like... <laughs> Like, knowing that we're guessing things wrong and, like, (laughs) that we're doing a bad job. I feel like I suck as a medium on this. I am not that great at identifying what my clues mean. (laughs) But I'm also not that good at Dixit. So, like, it's the same thing. (laughs) I just, like, feel like it's so hard. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just so hard. I feel like especially the person one is really hard. I feel like I hate when, like... There is the thing where, like, someone, like, has the sailing room and they have a card with a boat on it. And then I'm over here with, like, a card with a T-Rex on it, a car with a cow on it, and, like, a car with a mm-hmm. car on it. And, like, <laughs> then there's, like, the rooms. Like, there's, like, a cemetery, a dining room, and yeah. a bedroom. And I'm like, yeah. well, what the hell am I supposed to do with these? Yeah. Like, none of these make sense. And, maybe like, it would make more sense if we had ever played as the ghost. Maybe yeah, we would maybe. understand their minds better. Uh, no. This is hard. This game, it's just, I really love this game, but it's really hard. Yeah. I do love that the ghost gets little, are they little crows or little ravens? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Cam's going to yell at us. I think they're crows. I think they're crows. In my my defense, I've never been a ghost, so I haven't gotten to look at them very closely. But they're little, (laughs) they like hang on the the screen that blocks them and then they get to use them to like get a new hand of cards. Yeah, Um, she's like, oh, fuck, none of this works out for me. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that those are cute. Yeah, and I like how they just sit on the on the edge yeah, of the board. Sit, it's really yeah. adorbs. You uh, have to. I feel like the ghost has to call when they use a a, to- a crow token. <laughs> I think they do now. I think I've made yeah. Olivia yeah. call before. Yeah, I think so too. There are two expansions. There's hidden science, which adds just more cards, like suspects, places, and objects. So, like, if you played this game a lot, this will just give you new pictures to look at. Mm. And then there's secrets and lies, which adds story cards. Where, so that's basically you have to solve the way the ghost died. So it adds like a new level to it, like a new mechanism. And then coming out um, at the end of 2020, which I don't know if that's still accurate with everything going on. Yeah. 
but um, is Mysterium Park. I totally is... forgot about this. Yeah. I was like so stoked about this thing that I have no idea what it is, but just mm-hmm. because like Mysterium yeah. Park. Yeah, Those Mysterium are exciting Park. words to hear together. Yeah. So it's a standalone Mysterium. and it's a haunted carnival. Who doesn't love a haunted carnival? Spooky. Yeah, very And excited. it's supposed to be smaller and faster than like regular Mysterium. Yeah, that sounds great. With like less setup too. Is what love a say. good spooky carnival. Yeah. There's also an app for Mysterium, which I downloaded, but I haven't tried to play it yet because I downloaded it on Friday and, you know, it's only been like a couple days for me. So, but it's supposed to have like online play as well as like pass and play. And then there's a story mode um, and you can play against AI. So, which I feel like maybe would be terrible to play against computers for this kind of game. I feel like that's kind of a lot of what you're going off of is like, what would Sarah think that this means? Like, I guess you'd have no way, like nothing to really like go off of and like no content. Yeah. I was also going to say the insert for this game, um, I've been told it's fine for the base game, but it's bad for the expansions. Mm. So, um, but there are several brands of inserts (laughs) available, like that you can just find. I know Broken Token has one, but there's also other companies that make an insert for it. So, yeah, the one that comes in it is just one of those like molded plastic ones. So like if you need to add a single thing, like there's not going to be mm-hmm. anywhere to put it. Yeah. And so. the last thing I was going to say about it is that there's this game has a lot of men in it. The medians themselves are even with uh, three men, three women. Mm-hmm. But then like the suspects, there's 12 oh, men like, and four dudes. women. Yeah. Yeah. And they're mostly all white too. So mm-hmm. could definitely well, be better. Because only white men commit murder. Yes. Well, see, it's accurate then. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't isn't that how that works? <laughs> so, I mean, statistically, 12 to 4, like, it's probably not bad, right? Like, well, it's because women just get away with their murders. So they'd never be a suspect. Mm-hmm. So they would have been gone so fast that even, even the ghost, ghost know, wouldn't know. know. Even yeah. the ghost wouldn't know that it happened. <laughs> yep. It's a, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> but yeah. That's that's Mysterium. I say it's definitely it's definitely spooky. Like the cards are fun and like to look at and stuff. But I always think that you should play some spooky like ghost uh-huh. music. So you need like some like ambiance. Yeah, I like yeah. some ambient mu- ambient music. Um, yeah, I like that it's sort of weird, like set in some sort of past time oh, definitely. where like they would have been consulting mediums, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, some weird, like, what would that have been, like, early 1900s yeah, or something? Yeah, it might be Victorian. Yeah, yeah. Victorian or something. Time. But, like, I mean, because if you look at the art, especially on the medians, uh, medium, sorry, <laughs> uh, they're, like, dressed in not present-day clothing. So definitely, like, dressed like, yeah. this is, like, a party that they're having where they're all going to go mm-hmm. have a seance and talk to a ghost. And, yeah. You know, who doesn't do that for as a fun get-together? Mm-hmm. Does everyone have a favorite part? The little crystal balls. Oh, yeah, you didn't talk about the crystal oh, ball markers. I forgot about the, the markers that you use to determine what you are, crystal balls, yeah. in your appropriate colors. I forgot about like, that. They're, like, semi-translucent, like translucent, kind mm-hmm. of. I also think it'd be really baller if you could find a way to make them, like, light up, like, stick a tiny little like battery oh. light up there or something. But they look really, really cool. cute already. Like, they're colorful and just so cute. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about them. They're really cute. <laughs> I like the little crows that hang out mm-hmm. above the ghost board <laughs> and caw. <laughs> caw! Caw! I like 
watching the ghost get angry. Yeah. <laughs> for not interpreting I mean, the clues correctly. It is entertaining. When they're like, oh my god, I god. cannot even with you right now. And it's here I, though, we all kind of suck at this game sometimes, I think. Yes. I like the suspense of... Oh yeah, that's... Oh second. no! The second knock! Drawing out the second knock. Yeah. I also feel it determines like how pissed off the ghost was at you. Like, two quick knocks... Wait. Yeah. yeah, like a means that they're like, I get why you were confused. But, like, uh, uh, means that they were like, you are wrong, you are so wrong. <laughs> you should feel bad about yeah. it. <laughs> what a fun game. What a fun, fun, challenging, rage-inducing mm-hmm. game. <laughs> yeah. I want to play it. I do, too. I play it. Yeah, I can't imagine that plays well with two, so I no. probably won't play it for You just have a ghost and... A medium. medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it... It's too... Like, it says it plays too, but... I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound amazing. Okay, play it with two and get back to us on how well it plays. Okay. <laughs> For science. Science. <laughs> well, is there anything else to say about Mysterium? No. I don't think so. I want to say that, in general, I need there to be more spooky board games. I mean, there's still plenty we haven't talked about. More spooky board games! (laughs) I mean, I am pretty excited that I haven't played Haunt the House just because it means there's another spooky game waiting for me someday. But, I mean, spooky things are my favorite thing, so there can always be more spooky. Room Service, too, and you haven't played that either. It's not spooky, though. I've played Room Service, but not like recently. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, I've played it once. But it is about witches. Yeah. So I, I think I, like, sucked out loud at it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks, because I want to be a witch. Mm-hmm. More than anything. I'm sorry. In my life. We'll have to find a theme that can fit that one. Witches or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we can. It's a good game, and I'd like to talk about that, it. Make that work. Also, I should play it again, because it's good. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Go play your spooky board games. That's all we have for now. Um, Instagram and Twitter, not playing to win, not playing to win at gmail.com. If you want to tell us about more spooky games or if we got anything wrong, I guess. Um, not playing to win is on Etsy as well. If you need a cool coffin shaped dice tray for your spooky and you definitely dice rolling do. needs. And yeah, just go, go play the games. Go love the games. Go boo. Everyone go boo. But don't boo the games. Just but go boo, boo in, in general. Go <laughs> <Or> do a boo. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Happy Halloween. Not playing to win. I forgot an important bit. thing about Haunt the House, which was that the first player rule is that it's whoever can make the spookiest ghost noise. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. It is. I'll practice for when I get to play it. Yeah. Well, that's fun. <laughs>